0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.
1: This is Sonia Hammer for Joy 94.9. One of our special interview highlights is with Roberta Chabara talking about a parka posy. It's for In Praise of Parker Posey, runs from the 13th of March to the 28th of March, a spotlight on the it girl, Parker Posey, the American queen of the indies, indie films that is, and a favourite 90s party girl. The New Yorker has called her the greatest character actress of the last few decades, and we can only agree with that, here on Joy 94.9. You're with Sonia Hammer, and here's our interview with Roberta Chabara, curator at the ACMI here in Melbourne Town. Enjoy. Okay, this is an interview with Darla. Okay, Darla,
0: in, at, the, at the big high school, what's your scene? What's Darla's scene? What's your scene there? Who do you hang out with? Um, i scene seen at the high school, which I love. I can't stand it. I'm pretty much a loner Like I really don't like anyone I like the people, they like me They think I'm bad and stuff But <laughs> I like the guys at the junior college Really, like the older people wow. Like I'm head cheerleader But I'm really not into it You know, I just do it So we can be funky and dance and stuff but I, I really don't enjoy it. I really don't have a scene. I don't think there's really a scene at the high school that I go to. Well, I think like that the girls were jealous of me when I was a freshman, because I kind of got the older guys and stuff. The incoming freshman girls they deserve to get, you know, what I did and what we went through, and it's just fun. It's just good fun. Well,
1: what is it about you that made you the qualified to be the head? Freshman? I'm just
0: bad, honey. I'm just bad. That's all there is about I don't it don't much matter. I just really, no I've been through a lot of stuff. It don't much matter who forgives who. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? <laughs> what did I do that
2: was so wrong? Wanted my daughter to grow up to be a mama of her own, with a house full of babies and a decent man to cherish and take care of. You just didn't want the boys around, Rachel. What kind of girl doesn't want to be the nice fellow? But you wouldn't have it, you wouldn't have any of it. And so you ran. You ran and tore a chapter out of your family's life. And a piece out of my heart. I was
0: screaming, Mama. But you couldn't hear me. And you couldn't see me for who I was. I didn't want your life. I didn't want to be in the kitchen with the brisket or the fish balls or the crab lock or the cool or go out with the boys at turn into men that I don't want to marry. It was all for start. I am not you, Mama. I am me, Rachel Fisher. <laughs> In the, wrong said the right thing but used the wrong line. i been on the right trail.' But about but black black the wrong call. I was married in one. I was married in a blackout. I'm serious. I was 19 years old. I was married for six weeks. Yeah, I was married to this guy named Wild Bob. That was his full name, Wild Bob so i guess i was mrs wild bob hi everyone welcome to my life (laughs) do you debbie take wild bob to be your lawfully wedded husband i do god he was a rock musician like greg allman and what could i do i'm a sucker for musicians yeah but it took me two and a half years to get 90 days of sobriety i don't know i think it was pissed off that I didn't grow up in the 60s and party with Janis Joplin, you know what I mean? And everyone had that long hair and the music was great, peace, love, the clothes, you know? I think what I was doing, I was trying to relive the 60s in the 80s and it it just didn't work out for me, you know? I got stuck somewhere in the middle. God, I wanted to be Janis Joplin so bad so bad man she was great she was so great god she was incredible and now it's over oh my god (laughs) I'm so sad no I'm strange I'm a strange bird I know I'm weird we met at Starbucks not at the same Starbucks but we saw each other at different Starbucks across the street Mm -hmm. from each other and Hamilton Got up the courage to walk across the street one day and approached me.
3: Yeah. I'd seen you at law school before. Yeah. And I know that sometimes I'd be in one Starbucks and then you'd be in the other Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And then I think maybe, you know, I should go over to that Starbucks next, mm-hmm. the next weekend and then you'd be at the other Starbucks. So we kind of <laughs>
0: crossed.
3: I <laughs> know, oh, it's so stupid so now. so good. Oh, I remember what I was drinking when I met you. It was a grande espresso.
0: That's right, and I thought that was really sexy. Yeah. I was drinking cappuccinos. I remember. And then I went to lattes, and mm. then now double espresso, macchiato. Right.
3: And I'm, I'm now a big old, you know, chai tea latte, soy milk kind of guy. <sighs> oh,
0: soy. Yeah. Because
3: of the lactose. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm and I'm lactose w- intolerant now.
3: Mm-hmm. And I, I walked across the street, and there you were, and oh my Working gosh. Working on my Mac. And I had my you Mac.
0: Had
3: Mac. Oh, and there you, and then. I look over and she's reading J Crew. <laughs> it's so weird because I was such a huge J Crew mm-hmm. person then too. Mm-hmm. Still am. Mm-hmm. We sometimes like to just go to Starbucks on weekends and take an LL Bean catalog, mm-hmm. and I'll say, "Honey, what's new?" And <laughs> she has to. She has five minutes to look through and find They've out. We've been around
0: new. forever. We are so lucky. <laughs> we are so lucky to have been raised amongst catalogs. <laughs> Susan, I was going through my trunk of souvenirs and I found this doll. The doll we used to play with before the war. Before you went insane. You were sitting on that quilt that had at one time kept us warm. And the the quilt was so worn, Billy, and it, it smelled of mothballs, which... Brought back all those memories of the times that we spent in the attic locked up with Muffin. And you told us that Mother was wrong and we were right, didn't you Muffin? And I took care of you and Billy. But Billy was much more trouble than you, wasn't he, Muffin? Especially when he got to be bigger than Susan. And made her do things she did not want to do. Things that made her sick. And Mother pretended she didn't know, but she did. (sighs) Well, who's lying in a bed in an insane asylum? plugged into a life support system and who's wearing fine jewels and expensive clothes and whose husband accidentally died just recently and left me all his money and whose husband just accidentally died and left her all his money and who's on top and who's on bottom now, huh? Who's on top and who's on bottom now? I'll see you in hell, Billy. But at least I'm going to have some fun before I get there. See?
1: This is Sonia for Joy 94.9 and uh, talking to uh, the wonderful Roberta Shabara. She's come all the way from the Australian Centre of the Moving <laughs> Image to chat to us about in praise of Parker Posey.
2: What a lovely introduction.
1: Thank That's you for bad. making me feel so welcome. Considering my voice is a bit crackly. <laughs> um, so what
2: uh, actually do you do at ACMI? What do I do? I'm one of the film programmers there mm-hmm. in our film cool. programs team. Yep. So there's three dedicated full-time programmers.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And for this one, in praise of Parker Posey, what's your role there?
2: Uh, I put the season together, so Mm -hmm. I guess I'm the programmer, curator, whatever you want to call me.
1: fan, I presume a fan. Of a fan, her work. yes,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, definitely that. And um, probably someone I feel I've grown up with a little bit, just in mm. terms of uh, being there for a lot of the first release films True. back in the 90s, you know, seeing them in cinemas when uh, the independent film sector was
1: so vital booming, and healthy. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. American cinema, it was really booming. It was a bit like mm. the 70s. Mm. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm. Um, it runs uh it's been running Sunday the thirteenth mm-hmm. of March to the twenty eighth of March twenty sixteen. Yep. We're taking in
2: two long weekends. So Labour Day mm-hmm. weekend we kick off and we go through to Easter Monday,
1: All the twenty eighth of March. Yeah. That's when you can break open your chocolate eggs if you're that way inclined.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. They they will be chocolate consumed.
1: (laughs) Parker Posey eggs. (laughs) Now, um, yeah, look, the first time I came across her, I must Mm. say, was actually um, the Christopher Guest film uh, Uh Waiting for Guffman. Ah, yes. It's not in the uh, Uh, agenda. Oh, it breaks my
2: heart. Um, uh, There is no longer a print available locally. And by locally, we mean in Australia. um, I think I've
1: got it H.S. at home, if well, you want.
2: <laughs> that isn't presentation quality, and you know really? it. <laughs> um, mm. So no, things like that, you know. Um, I'm very, really pleased with the season that we have yes. and the ten feature films that are that are that's in amazing, it. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's one of the disappointments. We knew who the rights holder was. There's still an Australian distributor attached, but no film print here. Mm. And um, there was a really quick turnaround on this one. I had to kind of had it you know have it signed and sealed and delivered to marketing in about six weeks Mm. um, while other things were happening and um, you know budgets are modest and so when you kind of get up to that bit of the budget you kind of go how many more uh, prints can we import from overseas. Quite a few prints are coming from overseas actually because um, with films from the 90s Mm. we're sort of stuck now. A lot of prints from the 90s uh, here in Australia um, have been you know deaccessioned or or Mm. culled because they're no longer in good condition Mm. Um, and not everything is available in a DCP, a digital cinema package. So the 90s is Mm. one of those real crunch points for programming. But uh, I think we've done really well. Where have they been located, most
1: of them? In the US or...?
2: Oh, well, Australian distributors would mm. have had prints for the period that they held a local uh, distribution deal, but those deals mm. lapse, and uh, mm. and oftentimes when those contracts lapse, the prints uh, are deaccessioned, um, and sometimes... It sounds it awful. It is. It's ter- I know. It's what such does a it mean? It means they're junked. It means oh. they're destroyed. And, you know, some of them are no longer in a good screening condition yeah. anyway, but some of them it are just willfully be. destroyed because, it's you painful. know... The, the right rights have reverted to someone overseas. Mm. But anyway, this is all getting very technical, isn't it? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's good. Um, Our listeners love to hear a bit of that too. And praise Parker Posey. Is it something that's been brought from overseas as a package or it's been developed oh, here. No,
2: no, no. Uh, very here. much
1: a, mm. a product of um,
2: our film programs unit. Cool. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, I don't know if you saw Parker Posey, she had this semi-recurring role on Louis, Louis C.K.'s series, I think it was season three, where she appeared as sort of a potential new girlfriend and uh, they had this interesting kind of story arc over three right. or four episodes. No, I, missed that. I saw that on free-to-air and I remember being struck then and just thinking, Parker Posey, where has she been? Why yeah. isn't she seen more widely? Why doesn't she appear in more things? I actually think she's on the cusp of something. She has four or five features um, that are in post-production mm. now that are going to be out this year, uh-huh. uh, including a new Christopher Guest film. So oh. when you mentioned Waiting for Guthman, there's a new one I think called Mascots. Uh, but that will be going to Netflix. He hasn't
1: done anything for ages. Oh Well, no, it feels like I it. No, I don't it think it he has. Wrong.
2: We have... Um, uh, let's see, we're, we're screening Best in Show from 2000 yes. um, and the other one that I love is For Your Consideration from 2006 mm. so I don't think the ensemble has been together for one of was those. Was she in The Mighty good...
1: Wind? Or? Uh, yes she was yeah. I think she played a ukulele or a mandolin or something. <laughs> she yeah, awesome. she was adorable What um, I love about her is that I know that you said she's on the cusp or something but mm. to me that she's that kind of actress the American actress that Kind of doesn't need to be on anything. Like she's got this yeah. interesting character role career that's um, been more than that as well, and like mm. she's got lead roles too, and they are like in the independent realm, and that's mm. kind of made her incredibly, I think, special. Yeah, because she's not in any Star Wars film coming out soon that I know of. That one, I, one thing, yes, she's yeah. not been in a great big blockbuster. Yeah, you feel like- maybe dazed and confused. That was a blockbuster for independent, I think, but.
2: Not yes, but it was still commercial Still, enough. exactly. Mm. Still, still very much kind of cult and yeah. indie. So she's kind of still cult. She is, and she you has. Know? Yeah, you're right. And I think there's not this sense of her being squeezed into mm. a persona that she's not comfortable with, and you know that may explain why she doesn't turn up in more more kind of mainstream roles. She, she's probably perfectly happy doing the films I mean, she's that got she does. Interesting roles, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Fate she works Grimm. with interesting I filmmakers, mean, yeah. Hal Hartley. Hal Hartley, Noah Baumbach, Kicking and yeah. Screaming from nineteen ninety-five, right. uh, before he met Greta Gerwig, of yeah, course. Right,
1: the muse. <laughs> was the wrong, the latest say.
2: muse. There's another muse in Kicking and Screaming, Oli- Olivia Dalbo, who was oh, from in The Wonder yes. Years a very yes. long time wow. ago. So he's yeah, clearly clearly has an eye for the blondes, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, she she made a, a romantic comedy ostensibly in two thousand and seven. Mm. Um, called Broken English, which um, is our kickoff film on March 13, uh, directed by Zoe Cassavetes, um one of John Cassavetes' daughters. Yeah, because uh, there's the other one, Zan. Zan, that's who right. She
1: did. Um Kiss of the Damned, which is fabulous. That's right, mm, yes. Because, I mean, I love horror, so...
2: Yeah, that's a, a really great vampire. sexy film. Excellent, gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Milo great. Ventimiglia from the Gilmore Girls pops oh, up in... The, and, yeah, and that was and Heroes.
1: <laughs> he was in Heroes. Oh, yeah. I, I remember Heroes, but yeah. I didn't really get into Heroes. I got somewhere. in through the box sets, but anyway, <laughs> um, I digress. Of course, um, it's also got Roxanne Muscada, who's this wonderful French-Italian genre actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's... Um,
2: but, yeah, cool. so Broken English is Ostensibly a rom-com, but you know it's Mm -hmm. it's from the independent sector again, so it's it's sort of edgier than your average rom-com, and I think yeah, that's a really comfortable space for Parker Posey to operate in. But you still think you just hope she's as happy with her career as the rest of us are, you know? Um, And you know, Woody Allen clearly, I mean, it took him you know however long it took him to finally cast her in one of his films. It just seemed like something that should have happened a long time ago, Um, overlooked but um, clearly they got along well enough uh, making Irrational Man with Joaquin Phoenix that she's actually in the, the new Woody Allen film that will come out later this year Untitled Project 2016 which is what they're known as until oh, they're actually okay. released
1: I see <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah, for your consideration as well.
2: Yeah, I love that one. That's sort of setting Hollywood uh, yeah. in the lead up to the Oscars. Yeah. So it's quite scathing, actually. I mean, this is the great thing. She um, she plays it straight and she's funny as heck, but, mm. you know, it's
1: it's actually quite a lacerating satire on the whole kind of celebrity game. Mm. Well, I think maybe um, a pre to something like Hail Caesar, you mm. know? Yeah. Uh, the yeah, Coen yeah. brothers, so certainly... Um, they're not in a good light right at the moment, like mm. diversity, etc. Yes, um, but you can oh, yes. never say that uh, Parker Posey's career hasn't been diverse. It certainly has.
2: No, and you don't have this sense of her, you know, kind of selling out or exactly, or, um, yeah, just going through a hack phase. You know, you know that terrible moment when actors you really love, you just go, oh, they are clearly in Robert their hack phase They're just <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. You just go, oh, yeah. they're just in it for the money at this yeah. point, really for uh, a retirement package or something. <laughs>
1: That's a dreadful thing to say, but true, you never do, never do um, see her um, going no. to that sort of level. Which no, is and as I say,
2: I'm so glad she has four or five films coming out this year because... Um, you know, uh, I th- in, in interviews I've read mm. and watched on YouTube, it seemed like maybe there was a, a dry spell or a period where she thought, "Well, I'm at that tricky age." You know, she's forty-six yeah. or forty-seven, mm-hmm. um, and I think she may have been wondering uh, what,
1: how viable her her career as an ongoing actress and may this be. Is the thing for for women actors, yeah. particularly in the Hollywood and the American uh, cinema machine. Yes, that must be something, but I reckon she's got a good position, certainly.
2: I think so too, and it's interesting that roles like Mm. the ones she played on Louis and in Irrational Man Mm -hmm. and in Broken English, um, their roles were actually her character gets to grapple with some of those realities as well, yes. whereas you imagine they would be completely kind of airbrushed out of anything that was going out through a major studio. Yeah yeah.
1: We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what I find really fascinating too about her is her, her comedic timing is mm. always perfect. Like yeah. she can be in some very dark, quite serious type of films. Uh, Faye Grimm being one of them Mm. Uh, quite a searching bizarre sequel to Henry Fall by Hal Hartley I think Mm. and then of course the last one in that film um, Ned Rifle where she really is pretty much not in the film but she's in the prison but she has some of the most funniest parts doesn't she in that prison yes you know
2: and I think she she shot those scenes in something like a day or two, like mm. her time was really limited mm. um, so yeah, there wasn't a lot of buffer built in and she just delivers Yeah, She
1: just <laughs>
2: smashes it, She,
1: she does, she
2: does. I'm so happy that we have the Hal Hartley trilogy because yeah. um, uh, Ned Rifle wasn't always a sure bet uh, mm. and I guess yes, in terms of the trilogy, Faye Grimm is that character's film and, and yeah. that's you know, quite that's, interesting We too. would have screened it even if we hadn't been able to include mm. Ned Rifle just because she's so wonderful in Faye Grimm. Uh, but it's great to have the, the trilogy. And so we're screening that twice um, in, mm. in uh, well, all three films uh, on Good Friday and then again
1: on Easter Saturday.
2: Oh. So I'm really hoping people will kind yeah, of take the, take a the chance intent. to see Ned Rifle theatrically.
1: Um, and the interesting thing is too, um, does she, well, does she know? This is happening. She does. Well, how does she feel about being the center of attention? I don't
2: know. <laughs> Has anyone I started, asked her? <laughs> no. I, I may go back. Um, um, I've had a little bit of contact with her agent in, in New York City, and she's aware of. We got a lot of love on the Twitter sphere in the in oh, the Twitter sphere when when the media release oh, went out, and um, she's on Instagram. So I started following her on Instagram. Cool. So I think Hal Hartley also on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. um, posted uh, the media release. Uh, so I think, yeah, word has gotten back to her, but I don't have a direct line to her. But oh, maybe maybe to I'll go her. back. Her, her agent seems just, very nice yeah. and, you know, agents are notoriously cagey. So um, I, I may just they go protect back. protect their,
1: their yeah. um, what do you call it? Talent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah their talent. <laughs> I was going to say their their prey. You no. Know. Um, but that's very good to know that she's, yeah, she's obviously... I
2: hope she's pleased. You know, it's all in the title, in praise of, you know, <laughs> yeah. we love her. We think she's great, so... Um, and
1: uh, I think, yeah, the standout for me, too, is also in Dazed. Richard Linklater's Dazed and Confused. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, what,
2: what haven't we brilliant. talked about? Just quickly Let's so we can look. touch on things. Uh, the trilogy, Irrational Man, other Christopher Guest films, um, uh, Dazed and Confused, Kicking Personal and Screaming. Velocity. Personal Velocity. Mm. Three portraits. So glad you mentioned mm. it. It's one of a woman as well. It is Rebecca Rebecca Mm. Miller,
1: who's married. I mean, we
2: shouldn't define people by who they're married to, but I can't help but say she was smart enough as the man with the left (laughs) Um, foot, Daniel Daniel (laughs) Day Lewis. They're together
1: and they've had. I hope he washes. Like he didn't uh, wash for the Crucible. Did you know that? Know, like, anyway, yeah, yeah sorry. and he, he turned into a
2: cobbler or something for <laughs> gangs of New York. Oh. Um, I think I'm sure he's clean at home. I'm yeah. sure she <laughs> attends. Well, she probably doesn't attend to him, but <laughs> um, that. Um, there are three stories in, mm. in in one loosely connected narrative, uh, and Parker is in one of the episodes. Uh, Kira Sedgwick is in one of the others, awesome. and fantastic oh, um, Farooza Balk. Yeah. yeah, gotta love her. The um, craft for
1: those. who... <laughs>
2: <laughs> and guest food lodgings. Oh yeah, was, yeah. Alison f- Anders,
1: wonderful 90s. You know. Yeah, exactly. 90s these. films. Yeah. 90s is the new black. So it, saying, it, is, it is. It is. I'm ready to be away. nostalgic. You Did know, it never go away? I still <laughs> got my Nirvana T-shirts at home. <laughs> um, and that's
2: one of two films that um, Parker Posey has actually received uh, a nomination um, mm. as ba- Best Actress at the Independent Spirit Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was nominated for Personal Velocity and. Hmm. What was the other one? She was a uh, broken English. She received a nomination for that film yes, as well. So, so good to see her getting some indie love as well. From you know, they're sort of the um, they kind of sit alongside the Oscars yeah. uh, as well. The Independent Spirit Awards, I guess it's in the name. But uh,
1: yes, yes, she is a uh, a gem definitely a gem for she's a, she's a treasure yeah <laughs> that? a national treasure that's right <laughs> Um, excellent. So oh. if you had to pick, if you, what were you going to
2: say? Oh, I was just going to say we mustn't forget to mention mm. the Talking TV oh, event yes, on March course. 17 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a live panel. It is a live panel that our public programs um, unit has put together with some mm. lovely people on it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you who's going to be on it. Talking. Yes. Ab- well, And this, of course, will focus on um, Parker Posey's... Um, Television output, so all sorts of things. She's been on things like the, the Sea word, Parks and Recreation, Lewin, yes. Portlandia, Bored to Death, Tales of the City, of course. Uh, so, Penny Modra, Sinead Stubbins, Luke Buckmaster, and sorry, Bhakti, I'm going to get this wrong. Uh, Bhakti Puvanentuan from The Age uh, will Ooh. be on that panel uh, talking cool. about their personal responses to, to things they've loved from Parker on TV.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing. She's crossed over, and you know she's able to do these things. Yeah. But I think it's because she's low profile. I mean, if she walked into the studio now, but most people would say, "Who is that?"
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And not I've, us. Not who us. Who We'd be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> We'd be on the floor in a heap. <laughs> <laughs> now, thinking about feminism, actually, do you do you find that her roles and herself would she be a feminist icon? Would she be a... She
2: certainly, I think, qualifies as a feminist icon Mm. because she seems to have carved out a career that she seems comfortable operating in. She seems to be in
1: control of it too.
2: Well, as much as you can be in control of an industry where people ask you if you want to work and you get to say yes or no, Mm. um, I think she is, not by virtue of the fact that she isn't married or hasn't had children. I think that's just the whole point of feminism is you get to choose what's right for you. Mm. But I think certainly in the roles that she chooses to play, um, and the films that she appears in, uh, I think, yeah, she's deeply aware of and um, concerned about uh, female agency. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Now, what would be uh, one of your favourite films if you had to pick? With, oh yeah. golly, I should
2: have been Sorry. ready for this question. <laughs> um, I think probably Faye Grim* is oh, okay. is is right up there for me. Yeah. 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 Um, she just it's. I mean, she doesn't just bring this to, to Faye Grimm, but, um, you know, she's audacious, she's mm. emotionally fearless, she's direct, she's funny as, you know, she's really funny. <laughs> yeah, she's so deadpan that. She, mm. she is. Um, At the same time. There's something so authentic about her, yeah, even yeah. when um, maybe the characters she's playing are a little off balance or mm. she's in the most extraordinary circumstances, Um you know, even when she's playing someone unsympathetic um, and she sort of starts off being unsympathetic as Faye Grimm in Henry IV but by mm. the time we get to Faye Grimm, I think, you know, um, she's she's past that that kind of, um, the earlier kind of portrayal in, yeah. in Henry IV. She sort of matures as a character in Faye Grimm. Um, oh, I've lost the thread of what I was saying. Damn.
1: That's your favourite film? I think it's yeah. my
2: favorite Parker Posey yeah. film. Mm. Um, there, you know, there are others that were not included in the season for mm. whatever reason. Um, but in terms of the season, yeah, I would have to say Faye Grim. She's great for your consideration as well, mm. um, and she's hilarious and kicking and screaming. So I it'll mean, be
1: mascot. <laughs> will be her what fourth, fifth, fifth. Yeah. Oh, fifth, it'll be uh, the fifth Christopher, Christopher
2: Guest Guess- yeah. directed film. And, yeah, coming
1: to Netflix. Wow. Not a cinema near you. Well, look, Roberta, this mm. is fabulous. Um, putting this together in praise of Parker Posey, running from the 13th of March to the 28th of March 2016 at ACMI. Any last um, thoughts about Parker and... Oh, my. Um, if only she did a rock album, I reckon. Yeah, I know, know she dated Ryan Adams, because that's really important. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I forgot that I knew that. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah,
2: well. I don't know. I th- muse, yeah. Apparently, she's, you know, she's really um, into pottery. Pottery rather oh. than parties. So cool. I don't know. Right. I'm not sure where I'm going I'll with that. To look her, her ceramics. <laughs> I
1: want to look them up. Pottery. Pottery. Pottery with parker, parker Posey. Parker, parker Posey potters. Jeez. Yes, well, I think that'll be interesting. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for speaking to us on Joy. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me here. Thanks very much, Roberta. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to this interview with the curator of In Praise of Parker Posey, and that is with Roberta Chavara and me, Sonia Hammer, here on Joy in 94.9. I've
0: been thinking of ice cream and stuff and what I can do with it, maybe come up with, we have a blizzard and we have a breeze, we have derbies, and the derbies are really, oh, they've been doing derbies, in you know, the chocolate dip for I think 20 years or something. I really want to sort of make a healthy, low-fat or non-fat, um, healthy blizzard.
2: Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au.